Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pokesports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike, and I play with one Pokemon on the field. I'm Kevin, and I'm not having a great day today. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> oh, Muffin, you okay? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be okay. Mm, okay. I got my coffee. That's I true. I ate a banana. I have the peel on the floor. Coffee and potassium. already. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. Things happen. Remember that test I stopped recording videos for mm-hmm, that I need mm-hmm. to pass in order to start my new job? Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, I was I was ten points away from passing no. it. <laughs> good news is, I ain't giving up. I'm trying to get on Friday, so that's I was good. able to reschedule an exam. I mean that that's good. That you get so many attempts to it. I get unlimited attempts. Oh, as long as I have a wallet left to pay for them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, isn't that just school in general? You can try as yeah. many times as you want, as long as you have the money. It also has to be within a year of passing oh. the school test. This is a state test. Mm. Um, but I later went online and looked up actual passing rates. Yeah, sixty It's like a 60% pass-fail uh-huh. on uh, first attempts. Uh-huh. So it's like very common that you fail. Like, I... I, guys, I just missed the focus blast. It's fine. This happens. That's fair. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes I just missed the focus blast. <laughs> you, you, you landed the focus miss. That's all right. Yeah. You know what? You know what this was? This was the successful discovery of something that didn't work. So congratulations, Kevin. Uh, you have successfully <laughs> you have failed successfully. Task failed successfully. Because uh, next time you're gonna you're gonna kill it. Yeah. It's like something I read online. Also, it's like. It doesn't actually matter how many times you take a test. At the end of the day, as long as you pass it once, you've already done it. So. Yeah, yeah. You you told me that's all I need. I'm I'm going to regurgitate something that you said to me <coughs> uh, today. You you'd said that uh, was it? Someone told a joke where it's like, uh, "What do you call a doctor that failed four times? A doctor, but um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you're good. Anyway, uh. Let's also vaccinated, so I'm sleepy. Oh. oh, I can't lift my arm beyond this. This is as far as it goes. <laughs> and I also can't lift this arm that's growing out of the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada, you suck with vaccinations. Anyway, um, I, I want to talk about it, but this is Pokey Sports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a it's kind of a down week, isn't it? <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. Uh, Ken is having some trouble uh, procuring vaccinations because you know it's a it, we're not allowed to make them here, so we have to. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that we're we're legally not allowed to make vaccinations here? We have just to get tear them down from the, the US. labs. You, like, might as well use them for other reasons. Just yeah. tear them down, make them playgrounds. Yeah. So we have to get them from the U.S., but the U.S. is busy vaccinating the U.S. So yeah, we're kind of busy with our own people not even wearing masks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. let's. Um, oh boy, you guys are gonna be waiting for a while, huh? Yeah. Speaking <laughs> right of, now. Yeah. We have the issue that people who got their first dose are refusing to get their second. <laughs> that is our issue now. Because it hurt a little bit the first time. Oh, poor guys. Oh, no. Oh, poor, oh no. Come on. All right. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Canadians who are like, we just want one. <laughs> we'll take the second one. Uh, yeah, we'll take your second Give, one. 
give them to us. Yeah, exactly. No, but it's actually a waste because they defrost it and you can't reuse it. No, yeah. Like, once it's frosted, you just kind of well. Yeah, crap. I mean, like a it's like a can of Coke. Yeah, yeah. You can't let it sit out for too long. It's not the same. No, it's not the same. Even if you frost it again, no, it's just not as good. Zamazenta is uh, remaining in Ubers. <laughs> a, really? Uh, yep. Yep. The vote uh, has passed. Saw, they saw our performance in the Players Cup, and they were just like, "Yep, Zamazenta cannot go beyond this." Not happening. <laughs> Not happening. No Zamazenta for you. Uh, it's it's really cool to see though that Zamazenta, like Zacian and Zamazenta, represent two very different. Uh, aspects of Pokemon, Zacian representing the VGC and Z- uh, Zamazenta re- representing singles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I never die Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Cause singles is all about the Pokemon that never die. That's where you'll get like your back in the day, like fortresses. That's where you'll get your Skarmory's. That's what Toxapex. Hey, Toxapex. Toxapex. Really yeah, exactly. Toxapex still. Jensen. Clefable. Um, Corviknight. Yeah. <laughs> like you still see all of those in singles right now. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I haven't seen a Corviknight ever since I lost Players Cup 1 because of it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. The one week everyone had a Corviknight. Just the one week. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. It's gone now. You're, you don't have to worry about that anymore. We have Celestia now. Yeah. You have to worry about something a little different. Um, in some very quick Pokemon news, uh, Pokemon Snap looks absolutely beautiful and I can't wait to battle you in it. Yeah. I don't know how we were going to do that, but Hey, it doesn't let's matter. Do we're going to do it. We're going to gamify this game. Can't wait. It's mm-hmm. going to have to be after my test though. My test is the same day, but is it really? Wait, 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 yes. wait, 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 Pokemon Snap is this Friday? Oh yeah. April 30th. <gasps> oh, I thought it was yeah. like way far away. You better grab that Amazon pre-order boy. I guess. Wow. Unless you unless you don't want a physical. I do. I, I, just I really do want a physical copy of this one. Especially, po- I feel like if you're not a physical collector, at least be a physical Pokemon collector because those always gain value, yeah. right? Oh, is is it the value that we're gain- that we're holding it for? I didn't know that. Uh, nostalgia is a form of value. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, honestly, the, the Nintendo Switch is is going down in history, I think, as being one of the, the better Nintendo consoles ever since the like GameCube. Uh, so Absolutely. I, I think uh, holding on to some nice cases and nice games can, you know, really go a long way. Rest in peace, book art. Or like the book. Yeah. Books. Yeah. Why I do they still got the lo- They still got the like place for him just to hurt our feelings well like, i mean some something used to go here they they tried to be <laughs> environmentally friendly and they were like oh what's what's the first thing we can cut oh those little booklets that we massacred several forests for every time a new game comes out like definitely shouldn't cut the plastic cases <laughs> we should cut the paper <laughs> well well but i mean what's the alternative right making it some like uh uh biodegradable box that you can't hold on to for years, then it literally will never, never appreciate. Give me, give me some stainless steel. Wow. Now a, we're just I'll like pay an extra mining. 40 for stainless steel. Yeah. We can make more metal. Forget not plastic. Most, not Let's all make of them. metal. 
Well, I guess steel is kind of an element. We can't make more of that. Let's let's make some copper. No, that's an element too. Let's make some bronze. I think that's this might element. be our best choice, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be our best choice. I'm not sure. <laughs> bronze is the way to go. They'll all turn green after a couple years. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. copper. I don't know what anything is anymore. You know what? We should just like engrave the the title onto a slab of rock. Uh, yes, mm, rock. Rock. We have plenty of those. <laughs> You've been playing a lot of Pixelmon, and I think it's getting to your head. It's time for some cobblestone cases, boys. Cobblestone cases. Uh, can we talk about that? Mike? Yeah, I could talk about how you lit our Pokemon Mart on fire. All right. So <laughs> we're we're playing a little thing on Minecraft, the game for people much younger than us, um, called a Pixelmon. It's a it's a mod for for Minecraft, which basically turns uh, Minecraft into uh, what a lot of people hope that Pokemon would be, you know, like this big open world like thing that you can like interact with different different areas and mess around with your entire surroundings uh while also catching pokemon and battling people with it uh make now, a house and all your friends move away yeah exactly make a house <laughs> and have all your friends move away that's life kevin that's life you're getting older now <laughs> i experienced it i experienced life in the span of one day <laughs> yes yes uh now i'm sure there are some people out there and I see some people in the chat already who are, who are saying uh, things like make a Pixelmon server that m- might happen. <laughs> Not Welcome gonna to lie. Pixel sports, a competitive Pixelmon. A competitive Pixelmon pocket. That- I was thinking about ways to making competitives. I was just like, okay, we empty our parties. Uh-huh. We get 30 minutes, just go out there and find stuff. <laughs> and then we come back and battle. It's a, it's a fun uh, little downtime thing that we've been doing. And, and, I would not mind opening that up to people, just not uh, immediately, because we're still trying to figure out, you know, logistics and all that uh, mm. and whatnot. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We've been playing that with Berm. Uh, <laughs> Kevin made a house. I burned down the Pokemart. And uh, <laughs> then we moved away. <laughs> Every so. surrounding force. <laughs> I built a railroad. No one uses it. I've been having fun. <laughs> all right. I've been having fun in my own way. Good news, Mike, yeah. is since I do still know that you're around me, at least I think you're yes, around me. Correct. Um, I found us a PC, so I brought that home. You, you, <laughs> I brought it home. You hijacked a PC. <laughs> I, the Pokemon Center wasn't doing any business, it was out on its own. That's fair. In the middle of a forest. Yeah. I took a PC. I tried to take the, uh, the Healy boxes, but yeah. they don't, they don't. They just gave me some aluminum. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I could have got, I could have got that from a super market. I don't a need a super Bart's market. <laughs> super market. A super Bart's market. <laughs> it's not a good day. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing fine. You're doing fine. Uh, so yeah, I can't wait to battle you in in Pokemon Snap. Uh, this <laughs> coming. So yeah, Zamazenta's an Uber. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, Wait, yeah. Hold on. What's today's Pokemon? Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad you asked, Kevin. It's Panita. Oh, what? What is going on? It's there we go. It's Panita. <laughs> oh, great. Ponyta. Okay, good. I, I didn't know if you actually said it like that, and I didn't want to offend you. No, no, totally you were totally wrong. 
<laughs> no, of course it's Panita. Um, because I mean, if if you replaced <laughs> the P in Ponita with a B, would you not call that person? Would you call that person Bonita? Yes, and it would be a skeleton. That's fair, actually. In fact, that's a great thing to do. Just the ghost dead horse called Bonita made of bones. And I'm trying to think of uh, what does it evolve into? Paninita. Pan- it evolves into a Calyrex ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Spectrier was. It, it oh. Like it's a three step cycle, right? It's it's how many horse Pokemon do we need? Bonita and then Spectrier. Ponyta, Bonita, and then Spectrier. Oh, I don't like that Ponyta evolves into Bonita. Hmm. It's better than uh Ponita. Panita? Paninita. Yeah, it's Panita. Um yeah, it's Ponita's day. Run real fast. Uh don't sit on it unless it likes you. Um Oh, that's it. Back to Pixelmon. Um, oh I've no. been so excited uh-huh. to show you something because I, I, I'm I've turned myself into a collector of large Pokemon and Pixelmon. You know that they, they have different sizes. Yes. Uh, the big one being enormous, and I realized going back when I first caught my Magikarp, it was an enormous Magikarp. Oh. And I just evolved it into a Gyarados. And it's real big. And when you see this thing, Mike, <laughs> you're just going to be like, what? <laughs> oh, so I guess I, I need could, to be catching the smaller ones. And I could ride it. You can ride it. Yes. That's wonderful. Not, not on land. It just hops on. Land. I was going to say, yeah, can, can you ride a Gyarados on land? I could sit on it. <laughs> but I, I feel like anywhere. the game is coded better than that. <laughs> Cool. Hey, so uh, Players Cup 3 has officially finished streaming after what feels like many years. Does it feel like a long right? time? Yeah. We went through a whole Players Cup 4 qualifiers before we finished Players Cup 3. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, however. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It, it ended up between uh, two folks. Now, oh, boy. That's going to be a small thing to read there. Uh, between Leonardo Bononomi and uh jonathan evans um in basically a gen 3 showdown which ended up between just a kyogre and a groudon just in gen 3 fashion yeah typical gen 3 fashion typical series 8 fashion uh so again yeah jonathan evans and leonardo bononomi here are the teams that they brought Jonathan Evans bringing a Kyogre, Venusaur, uh, Grimmsnarl, Incineroar, Tornadus, and Torkoal, uh, with Leonardo bringing a Groudon, uh, basically a Sun Team, Groudon, Charizard, Venusaur, Regilecki, Umbreon, there's the Umbreon, and uh, Incineroar. It's a good team. Series team. 8 is defined. It. Th- this is where I'm like, if we had another two months of Series 8, there would be no point to having two months of series eight. Cause it's I like, agree with that. I agree. We've with that. Read, that that's it. That's series eight. This is as good as it gets. There's nothing beyond this. Yeah. Congratulations guys. We did it. <laughs> we hit the sun team. We hit the rain team. We got the Zation in there. Thank, thank you. Game freak. You've created a, 
a, a new Literal Pokemon, monster. a new Pokemon that we can bring into the existing group of Pokemon that everybody already use. Uh, and there it is. Just two months more of that. Do you think if they made legendaries or like restricted that? Because like Kyogre and Groudon are kind of unique in the fact that they're weather setting restricted. Like, should they have the other two weathers in restricted slots? Uh, like sand and hail. Hail. Yeah. yeah. Just have be like restricted, strong, dumb Pokemon. Have those. Have like sand stream and uh, the other one, snow I, snow warning. I I feel like uh, if they they would have to modify sand a little bit. And they would probably have to modify hail a lot. Uh, I don't think hail is great. I think it it's basically only ever it's used lacking. for yeah. like Aurora Veil uh, enabling and and like the few abilities that it's used for. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, it's definitely lacking. Yeah, I think if you wanted to make sand really good, uh, change how it how it affects rock, because right now. Uh, rock Pokemon and sandstorm, it will uh, increase their special attack by 50%. I think special defense. What did I say? Attack. Oh yeah. Special defense. Yes. Uh, increase their special defense, excuse me, by 50%. I think it should also increase defense. Oh, that's fair. So be like an Aurora veil, be like an Aurora veil. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Uh, I also think that that should basically be how, uh, how ice works. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that may that would make sense because fire and water each respectively boost fire and water moves mm-hmm. by fifty percent. So, so why can't might as well increase the defenses for ice Pokemon, ice and rock Pokemon? Ice yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> and I think like ice ice Pokemon, um, they need those kind of defenses usually anyway, just by virtue of of their typing. They're usually made pretty frail, um, and a lot of their their counters are. Uh, usually made pretty strong. Fighting types are made with high attack stats. Fire types are made with usually high special attack stats, high attack stats in some cases. Uh, so you know, make uh, bring bring ice up to the plate a little bit. You gotta you gotta mm-hmm. overpower it a bit. Yeah, ice is definitely looking like, if not the worst, the second worst type. I think bug beats it in being the worst, but huh? yeah, ice has to step it up. And I mean, while we're at it, we could change the way that yo we we need to do an entire podcast on this. Uh, we yeah. could change the way that weather uh, affects bug. Maybe bug is the most affected by the weather. Maybe bug is like slow. You want to make it worse? Hey, you want to make bug worse? No, 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 no. <laughs> it, oh, okay. Better, better in some ways. So, okay. like, if we want to talk thematically, right? Um, ice bugs don't like cold. They go and hide. Exactly. Increase evasion in, in hail and sandstorm. Oh, no. (laughs) You you scared me on evasion. (laughs) Yeah. How do you like? I'm not x-rays evasion. I'm x-rays ovation. Thank you very much. X-rays evasion. (laughs) Um, in water, bugs love water. They do. Bugs love water. They can't get enough of the stuff. Until they swim in it and die. Well, (laughs) <laughs> they love walking on it but they, they move real fast in that water they just go zoom. <laughs> that, that last bit was just them croaking but 
So they, they go very fast in the water. And then in the sun, oh, they, they just soak that right up. So they get faster in the sun, too. Mm. <laughs> yum, yum. So bugs just become overpowered in any weather. Just make them faster. It's fine. The super ninjas. I just like I just think that they need to to fix ice and rock and bugs specifically. And they need a nerf fairy to the ground. I think you do it's that by fair. increasing other nerf things steel. around it. Oh jeez, steel is so dumb right now. Yeah, I don't I don't really want to see things nerfed. I want to see more things buffed. But by buffing you nerf. Correct. But I don't want to see stats go down. I want to see stats go up. Mike wants everything to get one shot. I want power <laughs> creep. I think power creep is healthy for this game. I mean, honestly, yeah. Because, like, tired of tanks. Yeah. It's fair. So, anyway, we've had their faces up long enough. Uh, Jonathan Evans and Leonardo Bonanomi. Uh, congratulations to Jonathan Evans, who won with the Kyogre team. Again, it came down to Kyogre versus Groudon. Uh, and, and, I mean... Sapphire Reign Supreme. Reign Supreme. Reign Supreme. Yes. yes. <laughs> what? I bet it does. Sapphire Reign Supreme. Rain? Sapphire? Uh, Kyogre raining? Drizzle? From the sky? Water? Yeah? Hello? <laughs> Mike, please. All right. After the break, <laughs> <laughs> the longest the longest pause we've ever had on Pokesports. Um, I couldn't tell if you were just coughing and muted or, <laughs> or <no>. just disappointed. <laughs> I was that one. Uh, More disappointment. What? When we come back from the break, we're going to take a look at uh, Series 7. Oh. No, if you if you've been here for long enough, you know that we're going into series nine, which is series seven. Nothing has changed except for a sing Pikachu. I'll say it before Kevin does. Uh, I've been trying not to. <laughs> Ever since you brought it up, I've been so self conscious about it. Oh, I'm just no. trying to stop myself. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, Mike, did I ever tell you about this sing Pikachu that they? <laughs> uh, we're going to talk all about series seven slash nine when we come back from the break in just a second. And we're back. Here we go, folks. We are going to be looking into series nine. Series nine is upon us. And it looks an awful lot like series seven. Which means what we can do is go back and look at Series 7. We're going back in time. And see what to expect. We are it's indeed. it's probably going to be similar. It's probably very now, similar indeed, yes. Now, I've actually swam through Twitter mm -hmm. a couple times this week. And I am seeing a lot of Series 7 teams that people are posting. They are really trying to include some funky looking Pokemon. Really? Yeah, it's like it looks like right now. People are kind of going against the grain. They don't want to. They don't want to fully commit to the same things they were playing before. So I'm seeing teams with Aurorus. I'm seeing teams mm. with Bisharp. Teams with Blastoise. Teams with Corviknight. You know, Pokemon that we really didn't even see in series 
seven. Interesting. So here's um, the thing. I want to. I want you to Bolton. run through that list again. Did you say Bolton? Yes, I saw a couple rental teams with Bolton. I want you to run through that list again, uh, and I will, in real time, along with you doing that, look up their percent usage in Series Seven. Start with start with the first one on that list. Aurorus. Aurorus. So Aurorus uh, was seen at a 0.03% usage uh, with the Moose, Protect, Earth Power, Blizzard, and Aurora Veil basically only used for its uh, ability, for its uh, snow warning ability, uh, you know, setting up the Aurora Veil. However, it did have 36% usage of Refrigerate, its other ability. Fun fact. Interesting. Oh, because Hyper... Hyper voice around teams. Oh, yeah, it's used around. hold up, hold you can up. Do round with Reggie Lecky. That is something that you can do. Interesting. Uh, not a lot of people <laughs> brought round when <laughs> guys <laughs> <laughs> when they did that, but they did bring uh, hyper voice. So a refrigerate hyper voice was a thing. They got that spread move there. At, at which point I'm like, wait a second, you why not Blizzard? Blizzard in the snow? Is that not? <laughs> Uh, can't answer that one for you, Mikey. <laughs> Hyper Voice does do more, I believe, after Refrigerate, right? Because it does the same thing as Pixelate. It increases its power. It won't freeze them. It won't freeze them. That's true. Which is all you really need the Blizzard for. No, you're <laughs> Just go right. ahead and freeze them. Yeah. Uh, Aurora's big weakness to fighting. So, you know, let's hope nobody brought their Dukes. Keep the Zation away from Aurora's, too. Oh, I guess it's not no, there well, anymore. Yeah. Game's doing that for you, Kevin. <laughs> I, it replaced Zation with uh, what's the next steel st- steel type? Cortana, Celestia. That's Heat fair. Ran. We might see Heatran again. You remember Heatran? Oh yeah. You know what? Now that I now that I think about it, Heatran didn't really see much play in Series Eight, did it? Yeah, none at all. And it's weird because Heatran's actually eleven percent usage in Series Seven slash Nine. Dropped down to zero point one six. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a big dip. Wow. And I don't actually know why. Like, what stopped Heatran from doing well in series? Uh, Groudon, maybe? Groudon, Kyogre also? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess if you weren't using Torkoal, you weren't really playing with a fire type. Yeah. There just might not be enough space for Heatran on teams, right? Because if every team's running Torkoal and every team's running Incineroar, like how many fire types do you need on one team? If every team's running like Rotom Heat as well, like you just kind of get pushed aside and forgotten. But Heatran, 11% usage in Series 7, if you're looking at the top of the ladder. Mm-hmm. Same usage as Venucol. Interesting. Same usage as like Cartana, Spectreer etc that's crazy also would be wise to remember folks that in vgc series 8 the amoongus factor was a little bit lower than it was in series 7 so uh the amoongus factor of course being the amount of uncertainty in a meta game uh, meaning you're bringing amoongus more often than not because of the redirection in the sleep um so back in series 7 amoongus saw a uh, 20% usage whereas these days, you're seeing it only at about 12%. Uh, so you should be seeing that a lot more coming up. Uh, what was another one of the the Pokemon that you uh, weren't used to seeing? The strange ones? Yeah. Uh, 
Corviknight. Corviknight. So again, Corviknight sitting at 0.1%, uh, yep. not even 8%. Keep in mind, like it, it's easy to look at this and be like, oh, 0.1%. That's still a little bit. No, it's not. That's not even one. That's a tenth of one. Less That's than, hardly more any information than. on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. People usually bring the Lumberry on it with mirror armor, almost exclusively mirror armor, 98%. Uh, 99% usage on, on mirror armor. Gotta stop those incense. Gotta stop those incense. Yeah, you know? Uh, Roost, Ironhead, Brave Bird, and Tailwind are the most used set by far. Huh. So we're bringing like an offensive uh, Corviknight. That's, yeah, it seems that way. It kind of goes like it's more offensive in VGC, I feel, because Max Airstream is allowed. I guess, but I, I vaguely remember using... Things like, I don't know, bulk up and body press on mm-hmm. on that. So seeing Ironhead Brave Bird is is interesting, uh, especially if you bring it with the Gigantamax. You can turn that into the. Uh, n- not the Max Airstream, whatever user. that turns into G Max Wind Rage. Wind Rage. Thank you. Uh, do you now you can break you through remember- um, Aurora Veil. You remember Cinderace? We're going to see a lot of Cinderace again. Yes, sir, I do. Cinderace in Series 7 brought 5.5%. Series 8 brought 3.7%. So obviously, yes, there is an increase in in Cinderace usage. Uh, I'm excited. I actually yeah. really like Cinderace. I know Cinderace is such a basic Pokemon, but it's like one of my favorite times playing Pokemon. You know what was interesting to me uh, in, in Series 8 was seeing the amount of uh, of Urshifu, like just uh, usage went up. I expected usage for Urshifu to go down. Yeah, right. But it kind of went weird. It's like usage for Urshifu single strike went up because, yeah. like in Series Seven, single strike and rapid strike were very similar in terms of usage, at least from what I'm looking at. It's like uh, Urshifu was at twenty percent, rapid strike was at fifteen or like eleven. Mm-hmm. A 15 at higher tiers, it was at 11, if you're including the whole scope of the thing. Um, that's so similar right now, and I feel like Rapid Strike is just not even a thought. When you see Urshifu at Team Preview, you're not like, oh, that could be a Rapid Strike. Yeah. But I remember in Series 7, you were like actually paying attention to the team composition and be like, could this be a Rapid Strike? But, yeah. Yeah. I forgot that was a Pokemon. Right? Right? I agree with that. Uh, looking further, of course, we're going to get the horses back. Glacier, Spectrier, both going to be used a lot more than their counterparts of Calyrex S, Calyrex I, uh, which people just kind of started opting for instead, even though you could bring, you know, one and the other. You just didn't really see uh, too many Glaciers, too many Spectriers uh, this time around. I'm actually just a lot of through here. When replacement Pokemons are going to come back to replacement Pokemon like like the you know the regular Pokemon that do what the restricteds did better but do it slightly worse so things like Solgaleo and Metagross Metagross use is going to go up because Solgaleo doesn't exist anymore right uh, Moltres Galarian Galar Moltres is going to go up because Evil Tall doesn't exist anymore you're going to have Pokemon like Torkoal and Polito going up because Kyogre and Groudon don't exist anymore. Situations like that. that They just oh, will have more usage. 
You remember Polytoad? Polytoad dropped to a 1.81% usage. Because what reason would you have to run Polytoad over Kyogre? <laughs> oh, no. At least Torkoal still offered value, which is so sad that, you know, Torkoal can actually replace a Groudon, but a Polytoad can't even, like, compete with a Kyogre. <laughs> That's how crazy Sun and Slow is. Sun and, yeah. like, speed on any side of the spectrum is huge. If you have a mm -hmm. super fast Pokemon that can set up the sun, it will be just as good as Torkoal. If you had a, if you had a Torkoal, Torkoal is good because it has the, the sun. Plus it has very, very minimal speed, making it actually usable inside uh, things like trick room. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Ultra beasts are going to have a, a hard comeback too. Yes, 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 yes. Nihilego, stack attack, et cetera. Nihilego, stack attack is, yeah. Clefairy's coming back. Fairy. Fairy Crystal. It's so funny. I'm looking at this show on usage on Picolytics right now for Dark. all inclusive. And all three redirectors are right next to each other with nearly the same percentage. You got Amoongus, Clefairy, and Ndidi female. <laughs> all at around eight-ish. That's funny. That's too funny. Colossal's gonna be back. Did anyone see it otherwise? Colossal? Well, yeah, Colossal's always gonna be relevant, right? I think Golos is going to be more relevant now than it was before. I think if people wanted to uh, re-abuse that, that vulnerability that I think uh, Wolf kind of showed off um, in, oof, what was it? Was it Players' Cup 2 finals? No, it was a Players' Cup. I believe. Three yeah, I, don't I think remember. it was two. Uh, there was a point where he just went and showed it off and it destroyed. And no, Pokemon... I want to be met again because I really like using a Lolan Marowak. It does so much damage, but it's so hard to justify using a Lolan Marowak over an Incineroar. Yeah, totally. <sighs> so sad. Uh, so here's one. Here's one uh, from Bark Dog in the chat asking about Umbreon's usage. Uh, so Umbreon really saw a, a huge spike in in Series Eight specifically. Uh, went up a good. Oh, what's that? 10x from 0.5% to 5% usage. 0.5 and mm -hmm. 7, and then 5% in series eight. Um it was great inside the sun teams, right? Because of because of Moonlight. Um, so people would run that with like Charizard, Venusaur, Grimmsnarl, Reggie Lucky. I think the real linchpin for it though was Groudon. It doesn't uh, benefit as well as say Torkoal does from a slow team uh, or from, you know, uh, a super tanky team or with, with a Torkoal just in general uh, it lacks the power to really like enhance the team that much uh, versus in series eight, when you could bring a Groudon in uh, Groudon not only set up the sun, but it also had the power behind it. So it was able to, um, you know, serve as that tank serve as that, you know, Yawn bot, that Snarl bot, that that Moonlight bot, um, while letting its its like partner Groudon uh really just kind of command the command the game. I do think that Umbreon will see a more usage than 0.5%. I do hope so. But yeah. The the thing with Umbreon is that it doesn't do damage and it is kind of a Yawn bot. And a lot of people run Torkoal the same way as kind of like a body press max defense yawn bot that's right. with burning jealousy 
Oh um, man, when you have two Pokemon that can fulfill the same purpose, it's really hard to stick them on the same team because then you're in a situation where your team doesn't do enough damage. The reason why Groudon benefited Umbreon so much was because Groudon offered the physical side of damage while Venusaur offered the special side of damage. Yeah. And that put your Pokemon in a situation where you can, you have so much value in just three spots so you can really open your team up to have space for an Umbreon. And that's one of the things that series eight really opened up is the opportunity for redundancies. And, and I can show this off actually in uh, Jonathan Evans's uh, team. Jonathan Evans brought again, the Kyogre Venusaur Grimmsnarl Incineroar Tornadus and Torkoal. The redundancy in here is the two different weathers. You don't need both of them. You will never bring both of them, but you have both of them because you can, you know, uh, modify your team to fit your need when you don't have the Kyogre and instead are putting a Politoed Politoed does severely less damage than, than Groudon. Obviously it, it uh, fulfills less of a task of uh, the attacking role and more of a uh, utility role. Do you want an extra utility Pokemon on that team versus a, a power team? You don't want a Kyogre with the rest of these Pokemon. Um, or sorry, you don't want to polytope with the rest of these Pokemon because, you know, you've got your Venusaur there that that does a lot of damage. But, you know, apart from the, maybe the Tornadus, uh, nothing else is really a heavy hitter. Another thing, like looking at Jonathan Evans, uh, Jonathan Evans team, it's like going back to preview review. What do you do against this? Right. It's it's a coin toss. You don't know what he's bringing, and that's why this team is strong because he can do literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> there is he can lead with rain. He can lead with one of his uh two support mons plus a rain plus a Venusaur with the the potential for a weather switch in. There's just so much that you cannot prepare for that team preview. You have to just take a lucky guess, <laughs> almost. And just hope that, uh, you know, the odds are in your favor. Right. You kind of have to hope at that point that like your team uh, de-incentivizes like one of the two uh, weather teams, like making it so that if uh, if Jonathan were to bring a certain weather, then uh, he would he would lose. Uh, that's what you're hoping for as the as the opponent bringing in the team. Uh which basically locks him into, into one other type of weather. There is also the potential for him just to not bring weather at all. <laughs> Mind you, it's less likely to happen, but you can very much make say a, uh, Venusaur tornadus lead work, uh, if the situation called for it and then have grim style and, uh, uh, I would say incineroar, but probably more, more than likely you're bringing in the, the Kyogre in the back. But, uh, there, there are options there. Mm -hmm. Too many options. Too many. These, this was a. I don't know if we mentioned this. This was a best of five. Yes. It went down to three two. Um, so all it took was a little mistake, and you know we could have had a new players' cup three champion. Yeah. And the thing is, when you include so many games and so it's like such a long like best of five, that's got to take at least an hour to play, mm -hmm. or an hour plus. Um, you include such a large sample size that. Trying to guess his lead just gets even harder every time because, like, you is he really going to lead the same thing five times? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And again, uh, to reiterate here, Umbreon uh, being the big old Yanbot, 
that is uh, pretty crucial in a best of five. There goes Kevin. Yep. Uh, pretty crucial in the best of five because you, uh, there are, there are a lot of times where you can just win or lose the game based on how long your opponent sleeps for. Uh, and, and oh, yeah. Umbreon is basically there to say, if you fall asleep for more than three turns, I win. Pretty much. Yeah. It's my Charizard can one shot you. My Groudon can one shot you, yeah. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, I mean, going into series nine, uh, there are a lot of things that we already know that are going to be there, right? Like we know that we're going to be seeing a lot of incineroars. We know that, uh, terrain's going to be coming back. Rillaboom, Tapu Fini, uh, that kind of Hershey thing. Reggie Lecky is going to be just as huge as it was back before, uh, because there Horses. aren't that, you know, there aren't all of those, those, uh, Pokemon there that can, that can, you know, de-incentivize it. Um, I have a, I have a hot take. Tell me. I have a theory that Grimmsnarl will surpass Tapu Fini in Series 9. Interesting. Because people got just, a taste of it and they're like, Ooh. Just because now people know. Yeah. Now people know. It's like, it's always been here, guys. Kind of for the same reason know. as like people are going to bring Umbreon. Yeah. It's like, now they know. Like The, the legendaries allowed them to fit it on their team and then they were like, wait, this Pokemon's kind of dumb, though. Yeah. And Grimm's already has like really high usage in series seven. So I can, I can see it skyrocketing to being, you know, right there with Ensign. I may not surpassing Ensign because instance, mm-hmm. uh, Ensign still has like that whole, uh, I could fit anywhere type vibe. Cause I could do everything. I think so. That might I don't happen. Think... If that does happen, I would see it happening at the beginning of the season. Uh, and then I would very quickly see Tapu Fini rise specifically because the Grim Snarl is there. And people are like, oh, wait, I can just, you know, moon blast it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Sylveon used to be good in uh-huh. like, yeah. Gen 6. Remember that? I remember Gen Sylveon. 6. Yeah. People were like, yo, Pixelate's a dumb ability, though. And they were like, wait, base 60 speed is a dumb. <laughs> it's kind of dumb. Yeah. You want? Oh, wait, I can, I can quick attack? Oh, wait, that does Pixelate damage? I can trigger a weakness policy? Oh, hmm. Hi, Tyranitar. What's up, <laughs> Super fast, quick attack. <laughs> Zooms over. <laughs> Goes right back. And Tyranitar is like, <laughs> it unfurls a scroll. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, okay, Kevin, I have a I have a preview review. You want to go for that? Do you? Oh yeah, wow. lay it on me. Here, Let's see what a what a two week away from Pokemon preview review looks like. We did preview review last week. No, I'm I'm two weeks away from Pokemon. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah. Ever since ever since Players Cup four qualifiers, it kind of <laughs> didn't play. I, I told I you, I you also it, like, had like, last week life. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm I'm done with the with the series eight. Like after that, like forty five plus games, I was like, yeah, I'm done. That's fair. <laughs> this is it. That's fair. We we crammed it all in in one uh one week. Uh all right. Here is a team from Tech Bug, a Tech Pug VGC, who uh, I have seen in the chat. Hello, Tech Pug. Here's your team. Uh Tech Pug brought a Curum, Umbreon, Torkoal, Charizard, Thunderous, and Rillaboom. So Curum? Eh? Which Curum? Oh, Curum. Oh, that's it? Yeah. 
<laughs> There's no color to it. Nope. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a Kirim. Uh versus Azation, Grim Snarl. Uh versus Sun Team, <laughs> got it. Yeah, right. Versus hot dog. Versus dog. <laughs> Uh, I don't, yeah, it was, it was Zation Team.png, Zation, Grimmsnarl, Charizard, Venusaur, Landorus, and Torkoal. Uh, rest in peace, this team. This very masculine team, team over there. Will be, yeah, right? They're all male except for the Zation. Uh, yeah, this team we will not be seeing a lot more of. Uh, well, at least not the Zation. Uh, possibly the Grimmsnarl. Oh, never mind. We're going to be seeing a lot of this team. Honestly, you could just. <laughs> take that Zacian out and put any other Pokemon. Yeah, there. that's team's true. Still good. This team's still going to be nasty in series nine. <laughs> anyway, uh, so against this team with the Umbreon, with, with the Pokemon that neither of us have really played too much with, uh, what do you think the right call here is? I actually have never used a Curum, but mm. I'm pretty sure that Curum is not coming to this battle. Okay. Uh, Zacian ruins it. Charizard ruins it. Torkoal ruins it. I don't know. I mean, maybe you can make an argument that you need it for the Venusaur slash Landorus. Maybe you can but make an know. argument for what in Landorus? What? Venusaur and Landorus? That, that you can bring uh, it use against to, Yeah, you use Kyurem to KO them. Mm-hmm. I think... Fight, fighting fire with fire, but maybe not in the lead is tech pug's best option i see the thunderous also has assault vest so that should help it a lot against the venusaur and the charizard and etc okay i okay. would i would do thunderous lead all right but i would need something to threaten a landorus as well so honestly this seems weird and this is not a lead that i would want to use in any other scenario but i think there's actually room for a curum Maybe even a Thunderous Kyurem lead, and then you kind of decide where you want the team to go from there, whether you Dynamax the Kyurem or you Dynamax the Thunderous. If they lead Landorus, then you're probably better off switching out the Thunderous, Dynamaxing Kyurem, and then KOing the Landorus. Because the Landorus is going to go for the Dynamax to try to KO your Thunderous, because it can. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in the back, the Charizard has has to come, because Zacian... And Charizard's one of the best checks to Zacian. Mm-hmm. Also, I see a weakness policy on that Charizard. I'm curious if there's a way to self-proc here. I, I think that would be Thunderous. That would hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hope it's not Thunderous. I hope it's like some weird, uh, I don't know, water gun Thunderous. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Thunderous gets. Um but yeah, it, it would be probably a Charizard Torkoal in the back. I feel like that would give him enough. Because like Fire is actually very good against Hot Dog, which is sounds counterintuitive, but is the case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that a Torkoal Charizard in the back with the Thunderous Kyurem in the lead would, would help this out. Because the only thing stopping Torkoal and Charizard from winning the game on their own and just winning through Heat Wave Spam is that Landorus. And if that Landorus can get removed very early on by the Kyurem, you should win through just Charizard and Torkoal. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. So, all right. Uh, for Tech Pug's team, what do you think the lead was? Kyurem and Thunderous is oh. what I would do. Okay. So, this team led with 
Charizard, and Thunderous. So you were right okay. with Thunderous. Uh, similar, similar thing. Similar, similar train of thought. I think is the the Charizard does uh, you know take care of most of this team. It doesn't really fear a lot of what's going on minus like a Landorus Rockfall. <laughs> And since you said Charizard Thunderous, I'm pretty sure Thunderous is a self rock, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I, I'm, I'm learning in the chat. Apparently, it does 28 percent from a wild charge. Interesting. Oh, from Volt Switch. Never it mind. Was, it was a Volt Switch. It was a Volt Switch. So, oh, so you could. Okay, I get it. You could Volt Switch into your Torkoal, and then you know. Oh, then you could even definitely Oko Landorus. Hey, I've been convinced. Oh, that's true. Yeah, swapping into the. Into Torkoal the set Torkoal. the sun, yeah. one shot them, probably die after that turn from solar power. That also, <laughs> but, you know what that also does? That also uh, opens up the fact that if the the opponent leads with a with a Torkoal, that you can just swap into another Pokemon altogether. You don't even need to swap into yeah. the Torkoal. And I think I'm pretty sure that any opponent looking at a thunderous Charizard lead is going to assume that the thunderous is Dynamaxing after receiving a plus one in attack from the Landorus. Hmm. Okay. At least I would. That's so that's assuming that the Landorus came out uh, from the opponent. So again, this is a master ball team, by the way, this, this match was a master ball. Um, the opponent, what do you think they brought? The opponent. Um, yeah. I think it's a Landorus Grim. Landorus Grim. Landorus Grim Zation. Landorus Grim Zation. And the, yeah, the last one's a little tough because that the, yeah. the rest is the sun package. It might just be Landorus Grim Zation Charizard. Because mm-hmm. Charizard would still benefit if Tech Pug brought the sun. That's true. And Tech Pug kind of has to bring the sun. In this, unless yeah, both I think people, so. I don't think there's ever a world where both people don't bring the sun. No, he has to because of Zacian. Like the the fact that Zacian's there is forces the fire types to come out. Yeah, right, right. Uh, okay. So the opponent led with Charizard and Grimmsnarl. Is that what you said? No, that's not what you said. You said no, uh, Landorus Grimmsnarl. Grim. Yeah, Grimdurus. Now I I would assume that the Landorus was de-incentivized from the Curum and or the Rillaboom and or the Thunderous. Oh my. That Landorus has a very tough time against this team. Uh Landorus can deal with Thunderous, but mm. the Curum the, I go back to what I said before, Curum, there's so many counters to Curum on the opponent's team yeah. that I didn't think the opponent had to worry about Curum. And but maybe that, that be- was why they brought the uh Charizard right off the bat. Is there like, okay, let's mm-hmm. let's lead with something that we can, you know, at least set up on this curum while also trying to take it out on the first turn. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to do that, then they should have just brought Zation in the lead. But hey, I'm not the opponent. <laughs> Aren't we all not the opponent? Uh all right. Well, that is the preview review. Thank you very much, uh, Techbug. If you the people at home, the fine people at home uh, want to send in your uh, team preview for us to review. Uh, go and send that to me on discord. Uh, you can find me at uh, the discord channel, which you can find in uh, uh, the Poke sports YouTube video on the Poke sports YouTube channel. Uh, this podcast or any of our episodes or any of our videos uh, are um, 
I want to give a very special thanks uh, to one, all of the people in Players Cup 3 who who uh, helped make it what it was. So this includes the commentators. That includes, you know, Lee Provost and uh, Luke Romy, Sierra Hunter, Aaron Zhang, uh, all fantastic people, as well as all of the people who worked on the back end. Uh, the people who don't necessarily always get the credit that they deserve. Um, you know, people on the broadcasting team, people on the, the tournament organizers side. Uh, you folks, you fine folks are what make, uh, esports what it is. And I want to thank you for that. Um, on our side, I want to thank all of, uh, our patrons at patreon.com slash pokesports podcast. Uh, we are currently wrapping up the last week of the April league, the May league as, as people, uh, have been DMing me and, and asking me will in fact be series nine. We're just going to keep things going like we would normally uh, sticking with the, the current day series. We're going to series nine. We're going to see what it's like uh, if we're not enjoying it. If we if it's basically the same as series seven, then maybe we'll figure something out for, for June. But uh, at least for May, we're going to go into series nine. Uh, so try that out. Uh, see what you think. Uh, and yeah, join the, join the Patreon for that. Um, I want to thank our patrons, uh, from the $10 tier and up who we always, uh, give shout outs to people like, uh, Elijah, Corey, Servo, Mark, Sheldon, uh, Carlo, Carl, Papa, Corey, uh, otherwise known as first Olympian, huh. Dreamweaver, Jack S, Roe Ixon, Scott, uh, Scott, Joseph, Kevin, King Boo, Martin, Ahmed, Colton, Rowan, Bark Dog, Chris, Crispy. Wow, I don't. I'm having a lot of trouble reading these today. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm having a lot of trouble all day. Yeah. Tofu. <laughs> <laughs> George, Greg, Lewis, Make It Totter, Mod, uh, Mod, Mod Pierre. Why did I forget? I, oh, what am I doing here? What's what's what year is this? Uh, Ryan, Solid. <laughs> Ryan and Solid. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, what is life? Uh, yeah. Thank you everybody for, for, uh, helping us out. We really appreciate it. And we will continue to make stuff for you. Uh, this week, uh, may be a repeat of, uh, last week in terms of uh, streaming schedule as uh, Kevin works toward his test and I'm now working toward a similar test. Uh, but things will be coming back very, very soon. Uh, what with snap coming out and we've got to go do the competitive snap things. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at Pokesports pod or Instagram Pokesports podcast. Uh, thank you. M dash for every single second of every single piece of music here on this podcast, including uh, the very beginning of this podcast, which was uh, entitled emotions uh, as a, as a Ooh. remix from Pokemon black and white, which I would argue had some of the best music in newer gen Pokemon games. I can get behind that. Mm. Uh, Kevin, you got anything to plug this week? Nope. Just trying to pass. <laughs> um, Fair enough. I'll plug it next week. Okay. Okay. I got, I got a little something. All right. Uh, I would like to plug uh, a video series that I've been watching on, on YouTube. Uh, for anybody who has been uh, watching any kind of competitive Pokemon recently, uh, you have probably seen Rosemary Kelly, Necro Kelly, or Necro Necro Gaming, excuse me. Uh, 
she posts these uh, video breakdowns of, of certain Pokemon. Uh, and her most recent one is on Ho-Oh. Uh, they're actually very, very good. Very, very informative. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind going over to uh, Necker Gaming, um, N-A-N-E-K-K-R-A-G-A-M-I-N-G, uh, go and find some of her recent videos and just, you know, give it a, get a, give it a watch. They're, they're nice and they're nice and short. Um, you know, bite-sized videos, just kind of teaching you about the Pokemon. They're really cool. I love those. Wow. They're so funny. They're real good. All right. Uh, well with that, we are going to, uh, go and sleep until next week. Uh, go back into our hibernative state that we reach between podcasts and we will see you when we awoke when we awake see you on snap fight bye bye